This is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city of Houston, Texas standing behind us. See, we've been waiting on this one for 10 years. Sacrificing our bodies with blood, sweat, and tears. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am Young Ari Gold, and I am here as usual, joined by my co-host slash counterpart, uh, John Wade, the Garnet Texan. John, what up? How's it going, man? Haven't seen you in a little bit. Yeah, you know, we did two episodes in one week, so we took a week off, and actually I was in San Diego last week anyway, so it probably wouldn't have worked out, and... Um, yeah, life's uh, life's good. Uh, we're getting close to the draft. We're literally uh, a week and one day away from the draft starting, but we're still a week and two days from the Texans having a pick. So uh, it really doesn't start for a week and two days. We yeah. don't really care about. I mean, I guess I mean it could. Uh, even if it, we're not trading into the first, so yeah, no matter what, it's a it's a week and two days, no matter what. What's good with you, kind sir? Not too much. I will actually be in Vegas for the draft. So, oh, that's correct. So we can't yeah. do an actual. We can't do a thing on we'll Sunday. To, yeah, we'll have to do a recap on. Well, Monday. maybe Sunday evening. I get back. Okay, Sunday. cool. Yeah, I was thinking today. Um, I was like, hmm, when do we? Either do this? Sunday evening or Monday night. We'll have a full recap and we'll talk about our, our players. Okay. We'll f- we'll figure this out. We shouldn't be hash hash out while we're recording. I'm just rather hash it out now. It's on my mind. Right. It's on my mind. So we will actually. The people want it. Well, fine. Let me look them up. Flight. Yeah, just, uh, there's apps for everything. You should be able to be like, okay, Southwest, boom, back, 4 o'clock, um, can record at 7. But then again, we can't make a promise and not keep it, unlike the one I made. Or if we sign the Honey Badger, we do an emergency podcast. So, uh, yeah, no. Let's I, see, I fly back. I'll be back at 710, so if you wanted to come over here night, around so 9. Home about 9. We could do it. All right, as long as you make those meatballs. Might be able, but they I'll take they take, an, they take an hour to cook. I'll still be here. I'll <laughs> still be here, even if there aren't meatballs. Uh, awesome. Okay, great. So, obviously, there's a ton going on right now. I have, would I say there's a ton going on? I don't know if there's a ton going on. Um, we had our first player press conferences yesterday, which is awesome. We'll get to that. Uh, Des Bryant is a free agent. Wants to stay in Texas, and half of the team is recruiting him. <laughs> I I hate that team that he played for, so I don't really care if he comes here. But uh, if we can afford him and he wants to come on a, um, obviously not a veteran, veteran minimum, he's not going to do that, but if he came on a, uh, let's say five to six million dollar deal for a one year deal, something something similar to t- uh, to the Honey Badger. Well, what was it? It's Sport Track that's saying it's going to take about nine million. Yeah, see, I'm not doing that. I'm cool with that. I know you are. I'm I actually cool with that. Be. I mean, here's the problem with Des. Will he come in and play slot? Because he's not going to play on the outside. Can, can if he'll come in and play slot? Then yeah, he could be a beast. It'd be worth nine million. I mean. The guy can't catch. Why do we want him to play slot? He can catch. No. He can't run routes. He can catch. Okay. First of all, he can't catch it. 
there's been a ton of drops. Do you remember against Janoris Jenkins the last week of the season two years ago uh, where they needed a first down on that inside route and whoop, drop, game over. How about Green Bay? How about, I mean, there's multiple drops. This guy, doesn't he does not have hands. And yet you were the same person that defended Will Fuller and said that his catching was fine. No, I said he's. Why? Well, I, I, wait, what are you talking about? Before <laughs> last season, I told you I was not a fan of Wolf. You were not, but you said that him dropping the ball was overblown. It was overblown. Yeah, it was overblown. But that was because he was a rookie. This guy's not a rookie. He's a veteran. Look, does okay. I, let me I, give, let me give I you my. I don't spot. have his catch percentage in front of me. Maybe I should have if I realized we were going down this path. But with Des, he can win 50-50 balls. Yep. You have him and Hop- Hopkins. They can pretty much win any between the two of them. They can win jump balls. So sure, that, great reds. Great, another red zone threat. Another red awesome. zone, and you have Deshaun, who's not afraid to throw the ball. And what is it? Tight windows is what they were calling it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I, look, I see where he fits. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I don't think, I don't think signing Des puts us over the top. I don't think signing Dez does so a lot put, for us. What would put us over the top? Because well, he would make us better. He would make us better. Would he, though? Like, Yeah, he would. I, he's not as explosive as Ellington. Yeah, but it's not like we're getting rid of Ellington. No, but he's going to take Ellington's spot. He would move he Ellington would, down to the four, fourth yeah, exactly. receiver. So Dez could see still more. play inside. Dez, Dez could play both inside and outside. Correct. So depending on the situation, yes, it would reduce the amount of snaps that they played. But it's not like he's disappearing. No, but they would reduce his snaps. I like a younger version of. I would rather Bruce have Dez, Dez in the red zone and then having Bruce in the red zone, just because of size. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you essentially play Dez like he's a smaller, faster tight end. There's no way that any corner. I, there's I no it. way that any nickel corner can cover him, and a safety's still not going to keep up with him, even if he has lost a step. So. Not nine million. You're overpaying at that point. I think nine million's fine. We have the money. I don't. I, I just don't know if he's any good anymore. You sign him for a one year deal, and if he's not, he's not for nine million. But he's yeah, he's a twenty nine years old. He's it's not like he's ancient. No, he's and not he ancient. Had, and Dak is. I think Dak was the problem. Let me be clear. Yeah, I, I, Dak, I do think Dak was the problem. Dak is what everybody thought Alex Smith was. He's afraid. Yeah, it's perfect. He's fine. He's. <laughs> Is that wrong? Dak is perfect. No, if it's perfect, he's fine. Right. If he, it's yeah, not perfect, he, he's not going to throw. He's not fine. He's not going to throw a contested ball. He's not going to throw a route. He's not going to let his receivers win. Win. No, he's Brock. Pretty much, and I mean does, not to that extent. But yeah. when it comes to the 50-50 balls, he's Brock. Yeah, and that's not how Des is able to play. So they pretty much realize that Des is not going to work out with Dak, and that's why Des got released. Okay, well let me let me let me let me touch on Dez now because you you give us why you think it's a good idea. If Devs wants to sign for like I said five six seven whatever, may, honestly seven may be too much. If he wants to sign for five or six, um, you give him an opportunity to. Uh, I I just don't see with the way the offense was. Like yeah, can he make our wide receiving our wide receiver core better? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, he's twenty nine and he's he's definitely 
in the past was amazing, and I, I don't know if he's lost a step or not. I, I didn't I didn't watch one stupid game of theirs, so honestly, I have no idea. But I just don't see a reason to spend the money on Dez. So say you rent him for a year, and he's awesome. What then? Well, then you cross that bridge when you come to I'm it. Just, okay, so let's say we're crossing that bridge, John. What then? Because well, at that year, you got Fuller's option. It depends entirely on how far along we get. If we get to the AFC Championship game, yep. then and does is amazing. Sure. Let's say he has 1,200 yards, 9 TDs. And then Hop we, has 1,411 TDs. Then we probably figure out a way to keep him on the team. Okay. So to keep him... What do you think he would have to do? At this point, if he does that, if he does able, that, yeah, twelve hundred and nine. Yeah. What are you giving him? You're giving him Alshon money, right? You honestly want to lock up two wide receivers and pay them that much we when you're going to no, have so many other. It needs. would be less than Alshon. Okay, let's drop it three million. You still want to pay a guy eleven million a year? Yeah. A second wide receiver, eleven million a year, when you have other spots that are going to need help. How do you know this? Huh? How do you know this? Because that's just because no roster summed up at the end of the year. There's no way. But how do you know who's going to need help and who's not going to need help? We're going to need another safety. It's almost guaranteed. Almost guaranteed, but not guaranteed. Okay. You never know who's going to emerge. But we you also never know, know that all positions will not be perfect. Right. So you will need to improve. Yeah, and if you have if Fuller and Hop, do you really think that the wide receiver spot's going to be the one that needs the improvement? So you're saying that you don't even use him for one year to see what happens? I guess he I, may be million. too good to keep. No, I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying what if he is? You really want to cross that bridge? Hey, here you go, Deshaun. Here's a great wide receiver to have on top of the great wide receivers you already have. It's a fucking luxury that you have two. No other team has this. But hey, here you go. We're going to give you a third, and we're going to blow half of our cap on our wide receiving core. But we wouldn't be blowing half of our cap. Yeah, you would. At that point, we would not be blowing half of our cap. You, you would if have we, Bruce? Ha, if we had to lock him up for yes. multiple years, yeah. But that's what I'm if saying. If you sign him for $9 million, that's what I'm that's saying. That's pennies. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, here you go. Here, we're going to rent him for so a year. Get used to him. Year, like him a lot. He's awesome. And he's so nice to have on top of Fuller and, and, and DeAndre. But now that we're at a, at a point in our, in our offseason where we cannot sign him anymore, so he's gone. <laughs> You'd rather lock him up long term, have DeAndre and Dez be the highest paid wide receivers in the league together, pretty much as a as a tandem, and and what you I mean because if you look at the teams the way that they're built around the league, no team wins with star wide receivers in both spots. Like it's not the way the league works. It's a team game. You told me that three weeks ago that it's the ultimate team game. So you're really willing to spend forty million dollars on two wide receivers? Or whatever it would end up being, I, I just don't see it. You got guys that can do give you the same production out of Dez. Why spend? Yeah, it? but we wouldn't have to spend that now. Okay, but you still have to spend nine now. Do you honestly right. think he's that much better than Bruce? I For don't. Nine million. For nine right million now, with what we have in our cap space, yes. Because you think we he's do better have than, the cap. For you think it. he's better than Bruce? Yes, I still think he's better than Bruce. Which I don't is think he's better of, than Bruce. It's kind of they're different players that do different things, but who's more of an actual slot receiver? Well, seeing as Dez has never played slot, so we don't really know yet. So we don't but know Dez, what role that he would play. Dez is a better receiver than Bruce. I hate to say it because I love Bruce. I understand that. But 
Dez is a better receiver than Bruce. I don't even Bruce think Dez a, will play slot. I think all, everybody's just going crazy. I think Fuller would move no, to spot. Slot. No way he would come to Houston he, without playing slot. He'd play no outside. Way. Opposite of a hop. And they'd put Fuller on the inside. Why? Because he's shifty, quick, and that's what you need in a slot position. Yeah, and then Will and Fuller then would the, be what, dead. No, he won't. If you put Will Fuller at slot, he's gonna, he's not going to According last. to Hop, no, he won't. According to Hop, he's working hard, and he's adding weight, and he's working out in the gym all the time. and he's. It's completely different when he's slot. And Dez he's, also has an injury history, too. Yeah, his foot. Correct. That he's already had the two surgeries on. After two. You, yeah. On the same foot. That's very, very common. I'm just saying. Whenever you have that, what is it, the Jones fracture on your foot, you have two surgeries. I just don't understand why we would want to sign another star wide receiver. Like having all these wide receivers, because it's a luxury. I'd rather assign corners. I'd rather assign. What corner would we go out and sign for nine million that's out there right now? I don't know. There's going to be cuts at training camp, John. We're not at the final part of the season, offseason, where we see who we have. There are surprise cuts every year training we camp starts. We signed Dez for $9 million. Uh-huh. We still have no. 30. At that point, we're at 33 right now. So you sign him for 9 you're at 22 Right. So then you're at, or 24 Then you're going to have to sign your, sign your rookies, which you don't have any first-round picks, so maybe it's going to cost you, what? Maybe $5 million. Maybe $5, five million. And then you're probably going to sign some other depth players. You're going to sign players that are cut. Just because you have at- money doesn't mean you need to be right up against the cap, by the way. No, because you can roll it over. Right. Well, and even if you don't roll it over, you still it's not about rolling it over. It's about, you like, you have a bank account. Do you empty it every month? Let's see. No, but I mean. That's what I'm saying. You don't empty your bank account every month. If you get a player with the capability that Des has, and you can get him at a cheaper contract, then that's kind of the whole, that's how you win. You get players that are. Below market value. So name, name me a team that's won besides the Eagles that has gone on and spent at the wide receiver position and built the out. The Patriots. The Patriots? Yeah. They, they spent a ton of money on their wide receivers? Win. Randy Moss. That was the only one. Name, name more than one player is what I'm saying. You have well, they've also brought in players like Ocho Senko after he... But uh, same year. Then, I'm talking about the same year. Have more than one stud wide receiver yeah, and have another Wel- one on the they other. They had Welker and, Wal- and Moss. Welker was hurt. The year that they had Randy Moss when they went off. No, no, no. Both of them. Yeah, but is he a star wide receiver, Walker? At the time, he He's was. He's a slot wide receiver. At the time, he was. He was a slot wide receiver, even at that time. Yeah, he was the most proficient slot, re- or slot receiver. And he was younger than Dez. But. That's all I'm saying. I don't understand what you're saying. There's, It doesn't happen. You don't it's sign. One thing, it's Wes, one thing and, if you don't think. And that's, and all, that's also what I'm saying is, is, okay, so we have Wes and we have Randy Moss. We have Fuller and we have Hop. So you're adding a third. We're not adding a second. We're adding a third. Yeah. Name one team that's done that in one. You can't because it doesn't happen. The league what, isn't built is, on wide receivers. Look at all the star what, wide receivers that it, don't Right win. now it is built on passing. It's built on passing, but look at the Giants. What'd they do? Okay, other than Fuller and Hopkins, who's going to catch passes? Bruce Ellington will catch passes. We, we saw I mean, it last year. We don't have much on offense other than Watson. Steven Anderson. I would rather have Dez out on the field than Steven Anderson. That's because Dez is a veteran. Why wouldn't anybody? But you're also not paying Steven Anderson $9 million. Yeah, but I'd rather have Dez out on the field. But he's a tight end, so that's not going to happen. You're not going to play Dez at tight end. You would play him instead of one of the tight ends. would have a blocking tight end. 
I you're not going to so. leave. You're going to go out there in three receiver sets instead of going out there in two in two tight end sets. I I just don't see it. You're wasting money. And you just were talking about cutting Lamar Miller to save five, and you'd rather spend nine on Dez? Yeah. That makes no sense. Because Lamar Miller can be replaced. What Dez brings could not be replaced because do we don't have that. What Dez brings? Why do you think the Cowboys wanted to move on? Because Dak can't throw a tight window throw. So you think that's why they were sitting around, hey, our, our franchise quarterback can't feed him the ball, so let's just get rid of him. Yes. No. For what they were paying him, yes. And then they signed Alan Hearns to. If we were. Well, are you seriously going to say Alan Hearns is comparable to Dez? I didn't. Did I get a chance to say that? No, I didn't say that. What I'm saying is, is they signed Alan Hearns for a reason. Why did they sign him? Because they needed receivers. And then they cut one. So if they, they need didn't receivers. Pay him. Because they had no cap space. They couldn't do anything. They had They're no not doing cap space. What can they do now? What do you expect? Well, now they have $8 million to spend in cap. And who are they going to sign? That's going to make a difference. You just asked me that now same th- question. Now they have the capability. They couldn't afford to sign their rookies. I understand. They needed the cap space. They but they also pay. didn't offer him a, pay stru- a restructure on his contract either. They literally just cut him. If they were just talking about signing rookies and he was this impact player, don't you think that they would have signed him? Isn't this the story of the NFL that happens every year? There's one guy that's been awesome his entire career, and then all of a sudden he's cut. What usually happens to that guy that gets cut? Yeah, we are not going to pay him nearly as much as they were. I'm asking you a question. You were just saying, let's go down the road and say that he is good, and we do have to pay him. I want to see all spectrums. Yes, this is a risk situation. You're spending money. So you sign him for a low risk contract. Nine million is not low risk, though. That's the complete opposite of low risk. That is low risk. Nine million dollars on a wide receiver on a team that you already have two starting caliber star wide receivers. You'd spend nine million. That's not. That's not even close to veteran minimum. That's nowhere near. That is still low risk for a receiver. So what do you expect him to get? So nine million. Let's say he gets. You expect him to get nine hundred yards as the third option. I don't know. Probably not. Right. He hasn't hit nine hundred yards in two seasons. Well, he hasn't been healthy for half that. Well, he was healthy last year. Yeah. Well. But I'm just saying. So you so for nine million dollars, what would be the production you would want out of him? I would want wins. It's not about individual. So do you production. honestly think he's going to win you games? Yeah, I think that if you add to that receiving core, because I don't trust Fuller to stay healthy. Do you? Yeah, I do. You, really? I think he was healthy last year. Fuller. Well, I, Fuller. I think he was fine. You know, broken collarbone. Yeah, and he came back. Con- concussion. I understand. Yeah, I understand. He missed half the year. It's okay. People do that. This is a luck thing. Deshaun tours ACL twice. Does that mean we have to look for a new franchise quarterback? So you wouldn't want to sign somebody that's a low-risk depth him, no. that increases our no. overall skill. No, I don't think he's that good. You Typically, you don't move on from wide receivers that are that good. They don't just happen. I'm telling you, I asked you a question. You, you refused to answer it. Tell me the last time that a player of Dez's caliber was cut and was successful and returned back to what he was prior to. Besides Steve Smith. That's one, and that was four <laughs> years ago. That was who I was going to say because it's a receiver. Right. Um, Brandon Marshall going from the Bears to the Jets. But he wasn't. He wasn't. He, he was, was cut really sp- good for the Jets. But he was cut specifically for money. Yeah. That, that was all money. So Brandon, nobody Dez. doubted Brandon Marshall's talent at that point. 
People are calling, no, people are doubting Dez's talent. Even Dez's best friend has come out and talked about his talent and how he didn't work hard because he didn't have to because he could always get the 50-50 balls and he's never been a great route runner. Now he's at a crossroads and doesn't know where he needs to be because he's never been told he's not wanted. You just asked me to name one player, and I did, and you're coming yeah, back as one. Yeah, but Brandon Marshall is different. Brandon Marshall never had a – nobody doubted his skill when he was cut. He also wasn't 29 when he was cut. They were doubting his skill. He was not 29. He was 26, so, I think. No, he was older than that when he was cut from the Bears. It's mm. like He's in his 30s now. He's like 33 now, right? Let's see. He's he 34 is. right now, so. And he – And he was cut two years ago, so he was 32 when he was cut. Cut by, oh, you're or talking 30, about... 31. So when he went from the Bears to the Jets... Yep. And he had a phenomenal year for the Jets. He would have been 31. Yep, 31. Okay, and he had 788 yards. Yep. And that phenomenal year. 1,502 in 2015. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at the other year. Okay. So there's... Well, I mean, you laugh, but this is not... This there, is one there's, player. There's two players is what I'm saying. So now we're up from zero to two. That's great. So how long has the league been around? 72 years? How long has it been a passing league like this? 15. And I'm not even asking for 1,500 yards. But that's what, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, this is an anomaly. These don't happen. Steve Smith and Brandon Marshall aren't normal. This isn't a normal case. Yeah, but it's not like we're asking him to come in and pay, play for the same contract that he was playing with, with the uh, Cowboys. No, I understand that. We're asking that. him to come in for a mid-level receiver money. Correct. So that's what you would pay a number two receiver. Right. but we So already, that's all we would be asking him to do is but, be a two- Will pretty much be like a two B. So you think you'd have Fuller as a two A and him as a two B. So what we pay Bruce now, you and think we, he's five? Let's say he's seven hundred yards more than than Bruce talent wise. Bruce the league minimum. That's what I'm saying because of injuries. Correct, and he may not be able to, and we so may we end are up signing saving, other people. We are saving money already on our receiving core. Like we spent very little, even with Hopkins having a monster contract on our receivers. Yep. We pay one player a lot of money. We pay one player their rookie contract. Every we're playing everybody else league minimum. Yeah. We can afford to bring in another receiver. But I just don't see a reason to. Because he would make the team better. Would he? But you don't know that. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I do. I can say without a doubt. So if, you know for a fact if, that we're a getting a stud if, wide receiver. He's going to be I know hands that he down be at least back league, to what he was. At least league average. So league average. At least. So that's what, 600 yards a season? That is, that's that's a what floor. Bruce had almost. That is his floor. But the, he has a higher ceiling than any any of that. I just don't he's see it. He's only 29. It's not like he's this old But he's old also man. an asshole. He's not an asshole. He's just crazy. He's not an asshole? <laughs> he wasn't an asshole when he came into the league? He didn't have to have a fucking bodyguard signed to him for the first that's three years in Dallas? That's because he was immature. And he's not that same person. It doesn't matter. He's almost, he's 29 now. It's not like when he was 22 and he was a kid. Brandon Marshall still has those issues. And he's 34. Well, Brandon Marshall has other issues. That's what I'm That's saying. That's not a good person to use it They're, as a one-to-one -one comparison. Coming into the league, they were very similar. Well, Brandon Marshall also got diagnosed with having... I understand. So, 
again, that's not a fair comparison with their mental health. On-field performance, that's different. I think but, it'd be a waste of money. I think it'd be a complete waste I, of money. I don't think Dez is good. We're just gonna have to disagree on this. I, I think he's. I think he's a trash. I think that when you're gonna pay somebody league average to come in at league average, is nine million league average? Yeah, for a receiver. For a third wide receiver, that's average. Or it's, he would be. He'd be our third. Like two. So he'd be our third. Like I was saying, you'd probably be about two B, because Fuller will probably get hurt. I hate to say it. I, that's fine, but we but can't base Fuller it off of that. Hurt. If you sign him, you're signing him right now with our starting wide receivers as our third, correct? Yeah. So you think that the average wide receiver, the third starting wide receiver on a team, is making nine million a year? It doesn't matter. That's what you said. You said average. You said league well, average. Well, it doesn't. That if you're going to pay him league average, right? Which is like six million. Right. Which and is that's fine. his floor. As a performer, is going to be league average. So you pay him league average. Right. Then he has the capability of outperforming that. And you don't have to guarantee any money. You don't have to guarantee a cent. It's the NFL. Well, you're going to have to give him some guarantee money in the contract. No, you don't. If he, You don't have to guarantee If we're going to want him to sign here, we're going to have to. If we want him to. That's what I'm saying. But you don't have to. So you're going to. How, how do you know that? <laughs> It could be all because a twenty-nine-year-old wide receiver is not going to sign a deal without guaranteed money. In a league that just gave a quarterback a fully guaranteed deal. Yeah, well, you're just start talking about exceptions to the rule. So you think Dez is going to be the exception? This diva wide receiver is going to be like, yeah, no, no guaranteed money for me. I want to show you I can do it. Richard Sherman just did it. That's Richard Sherman. Two totally different guys. One was coming off a serious injury. The other one isn't. The other one is much smarter. I'm not sure if you read that contract. Based on what <laughs> Richard Sherman has said and how he speaks and how he carries himself, he's much smarter. Uh, I don't want Des Bryant on this team. I don't care. Unless he wants to sign for a $6 million deal. I don't want to pay him 9 to $10 million a year. Because you also got to remember, we're at 34 now, but we haven't redone Clowney. Haven't redone Mac. Haven't redone Merciless. How much money do you really have? Add another seven for Clowney. Add another five for Mac. Add another seven for Merciless. There's your money that you say you want to sign Des with. You don't have anything left. It you have your rookies. Even with that math that you just did with That's 22. Yeah. That's 22 million. Then you said 5 million for our... Guys, right? Right. So that's 27. You don't have 9 million left to sign Dez. 27, 34, there's <laughs> 7 left. I, they would find the money if they needed it. So you just empty your bank account. Do you do that every month? You just start it's, with zero and then... Yeah, it's not a bank account. It's a salary cap. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It is. They still have it's money, money to they spend, just can't though. spend. But that's what I'm saying. But you, they have money to spend, so they should just spend it all. And there's other ways, or, there's other ways around that to work the cap. Yeah, restructures and changes. I right. get that, but... You would be okay with just, after you do that? Let me ask you this. Would you rather extend BMAC or sign Des? I don't, have that to make was, the, I don't have to make that decision. I, I you don't, but I'm asking you, which would you rather have? If you if that was the choice you had, who's a bigger impact on your team, BMAC or Des? You're bringing up something. To, I'm just asking your but opinion. It doesn't, it doesn't have any impact on it. But it could actually. We it just did a math. We just talked about the contract extensions. But it doesn't. But it could. You don't have to do those. Those are not mutually exclusive events. We are we going to extend Des? Does 
does not mean we don't sign BMAC. No, I understand that. But it could it could actually mean that, though, John. That's what I don't understand. If how, we're going to extend Clowney, we're going to extend Mac, or we're going to extend Merciless, that's money that's going to be spent, correct, this year? Yes or no? I'm, I, if not, then I guess I don't know what world I live in if you extend people and you don't pay them off of the salary this year. You don't necessarily have to. It depends on how they structure the contract, right? right? But typically there's a guarantee and, and a base for this Usually year. Usually they take advantage of the year that year's salary cap, right. and they'll do more guarantee up front. That way they can do less money. Long term. Right. That's but usually every NFL contract, especially on extensions. Usually on extensions. Not every NFL contract, because that's why we didn't get Boye, because the Jaguars did the opposite. Um so but if we did it your way, where you load up up front because you have the cash. I'm still saying that they're not mutually exclusive. I understand that. But those are things that we're doing. We've openly already talked about doing as right. a team. And you talked about that's how contracts are done, especially when you're in a cap, not in cap hell. You load them up up front. So those are three players that are going to have loaded up front contracts that we're going to be able to take care of this year. So, yes, I understand that they're not the same, but if BMAC can't get signed to an extension because you spent money on Dez, which would you rather have? Yes, you can make moves. You can do anything in life, right? You can find a way to pay your light bill even if you spend all your money. There's so many different things you can do, 401K and all that. I get it. But what I'm asking you is if you had a choice of signing Dez and then just not extending BMAC this year, which would you prefer to do? Who has the bigger impact on your team winning? Well, you see, the great thing about that is we could sign Dez, not extend BMAC this year, and if Dez bombs, you pay BMAC next year. Yes, you'll have more competition because he'll be a free agent. Yep. But so you'd risk it's that. not. Yeah. You would I, really? Right, I would. Wow. I actually do think that you put Dez on our team, and if we get the same sort of, if we get, we're not going to get the exact same offensive production that we had. But if we were able to consistently have a high level of offense mm-hmm. with what that defense is capable of doing, this is kind of the year to go after the AFC. And we do have enough talent to do that. And if you add Dez, just maybe. I mean, the whole point of the league is to, is to try and win. Yeah. And that is what that type of move does. If you always try and kick the can to the future, then you're always going to be mediocre. Every now and then you have to go for it. I don't know. I've never seen the Patriots go for it. The Patriots go for it every year. In free agency? Yeah. They don't ever spend. They don't spend they big trade. contracts. They go, signing somebody like Dez is something that they would actually do. That's kind of like their Jordan Matthews. They sign players that other teams don't value as much as they do. And they sign a lot of veteran players. They do. They don't rely on rookies as much as other teams do. So it's exactly what they do. Hmm. I disagree. They don't ever go in all season or every season and spend all their cap and not worry about it. They they just don't. Well, you're Steven Gilmore still, was the last you're year. still saying that we would have to spend all of our cap, and we that's would. not necessarily true. They don't based extend, on moves. Uh, the Patriots also wouldn't extend based on those other players. Moves we have to do. If Those are gonna, things we if have you're to do. go one for one with the Patriots. They wouldn't extend BMAC. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't extend Clowney either. They wouldn't extend Merciless. No, they wouldn't. They would trade them yeah. and get draft capital and replace them with younger talent that is just so as productive. So you saying that's what we should do? Absolutely. If you could do it, sure. But we don't have the talent scout, the scouting talent to do that. We're not that good as them. We can't. 
It's a copycat league. If we had the talent to do that, we should do that. Absolutely. Who wouldn't? But we can't, and there's a reason why 31 other teams can't do it either. Because they're not as good as Bill. They don't have the talent around Bill that we do. Or we don't have the talent around Bill like they do. So, yeah, I definitely would. If you could do it, why would you not? If you could have 22-year-old players every every week being successful and put in a position to win, but that's not how we do it. Actually, the Patriots are one of the older teams in the league. They are. Yeah. This year, that's usually not the case. No, that's the case every single year. They don't sign rookies. They don't replace the undrafted free agents. They have a small, much, much smaller group of undrafted free agents. They go out there and they get middle-level but they're star- veterans. But if you look at their age of their starting, of their starters, they're actually one of the younger teams usually in the last, like, seven years or whatever it was. Uh, I forgot who it was. The Ringer, I think, put that out. Your boy, uh, Bill Simmons. I don't know. I just don't think Des is a difference maker on a team that showed that you could score 47 points without him. I don't really see where he's fit, where he would fit in to make you score 62. The Patriots, average age, they're usually right around the middle, from 15 to 26. So we're both wrong. So as for us, we're we second are youngest. usually the youngest every year. Yep. All I'm saying is that we scored, what did we average, 34 points a game with Deshaun? You're trying to, trying to average 42? No, I'm trying to keep that up over the entire season because injuries happen. Well, we did. We did keep it up when Deshaun was in. For the entire season? Because, yeah, no, he got hurt. He got hurt, though. Right. Having Dez isn't going to help you if he gets hurt. But other players do get hurt. No, I know. I agree. And right but, now, if Hopkins got hurt, yeah, we would be screwed. I don't think we'd be screwed, but... Yeah, we would. I don't think we'd be screwed. If Hop got hurt, we'd be screwed. Fuller getting hurt would... So Deshaun is only good as the talent around him. No. That's what I'm saying. How would we be screwed But he has to have some talent. He does. I I agree. He has to have some talent. We don't have a third receiver. We do. That is consistently healthy. We don't. We don't have a second receiver that is consistently healthy. We don't. But Dez is also not consistently healthy. We have Hopkins. Yeah. And if Hopkins gets hurt, you know Fuller's going to get hurt. Sure. And you know Ellington's going to get hurt. And there's a capability that we will not have any three of them on the field at one point. Because those two get injured so much. So us signing another... We're going to... Either we're going to sign another receiver or we're going to draft another receiver. I just think that we should actually go after a veteran instead of trying to draft another rookie. I'm fine with a veteran. I just don't think it needs to be a star. We saw what happened when Odell got hurt. They had a plethora of wide receivers. It didn't get any better. Who? That's Sterling Shepard, Brandon Marshall, Evan Ingram. That offense was no better. Marshall was already hurt. Okay, so they had Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. Yeah, and I don't want to go down that path. That's they, that, kind of my point. They lost point. two. Yeah. So what happens when we lose two? You just have Dez. Which would be better. You can't create separation. That's on film. But it would be better than, I don't know who's going to be our, our fourth receiver. <laughs> I mean, you, teams don't prepare for that stuff. They don't sign a they, $11 they million, dollar, $9 million dollar wide receiver. If you can, then they can't. But there's a lot of teams that can. All right, we're just going around in circles at this point. Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm trying to understand it. I just don't. Um, 
Anyways, the uh, the the players had a press conference yesterday. What'd you get out of that? That they're ready to play ball. Yeah, looks like uh, they all are. Yeah, you could tell that the guys that were hurt are very happy to be back, um, and they just they're ready to play already. We've got what three more months to go, and the way they were talking, it sounds like they were just itching to get out there. They were excited to be at workouts, which is great. Um, it's it's nice that we have a team that seems like they really enjoy each other right now. Right, I um, agree. There seems to be a lot of chemistry on the team. We got a little bit more characters than we typically have in the past. I think people around the country would actually recognize quite a few Houston Texans, not just JJ, which is pretty cool. Yep, I would agree. Um, it's exciting to hear that Watson wasn't talking about protecting himself or anything like that. He was just like, nope, my game's not changing. I think that's a very good sign because usually after uh, a so-called mobile quarterback gets hurt, the next year they always talk, well, next year I'll have to – protect myself and take better care of myself. And he didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, they all seem to be very excited about the new strength and conditioning director. Um, he's not just the coach. He's apparently the director in charge of everything. Yeah, they were all talking about. They were all, yeah, they were all seemed really happy with everything from nutrition to sleep. Yeah, I, uh, JJ looks smaller. Um, it was one of the things I took away from JJ. Um, it was nice to see that uh, DeAndre showed his personality a little more than he usually does in his uh, press conferences. So that was nice to see Global Hop uh, really, really go out and and have just show that personality because he does have it. It's it's awesome if you follow him on Instagram and social media. Um, nice to see Merciless is one hundred percent back. Looks healthy. Looks like him his normal self. That's great. Um, the biggest thing I took away was the fact that uh, the Honey Badger basically like denied whatever people were thinking he would play when he got here and said that he wanted to come to a team where he didn't have to do that and he could play free safety. And sounds like that's what Rack wants him to do based on what he said. I think that was awesome. Yeah, I, they said that they're going to put him at free safety first, um, which give, will give him a chance to kind of play center field. He doesn't have to worry about covering people for a while. Yeah. But if he gets back to where he was and that capability as a slot cover, like that's just a, that's just another wrinkle of a pretty much deception that the defense will be able to use. That's essentially what the defense runs off. The only thing that I found that was a little bit concerning is they were saying last year's defense was still a rack defense, not a Rabel defense. Yeah, I remember that. I remember I, I seeing hope, that. I hope that that was just them being polite. That was them just saying that it was a rack scheme defense coached by Vrabel. It may, That's and, all I got from it. Uh, and it just could also be go back to what we were saying about Vrabel, him just being a horrible play caller. But that did give me a little bit of pause where it was Merciless, who was just like, yep, no, it was all rack. That's all we've done. Granted, who was it uh, last week um, or two weeks ago that said that for the past two years we've been playing defenses that were designed more by Vrabel than by Rack? Um, that two years ago they had actually started to transition. Do you know, you know who I'm quoting? No. So that also gave me a little bit of concern. That Actually, no. Now that I kind of think this out loud, it comes back to the same conclusion. When Rack was calling the plays, even if Vrabel designed the defense, it worked. When Vrabel was calling the plays, it didn't work. It didn't work. No. So, same conclusion. 
Yeah, I, uh, I'm not, I'm not putting too much thought into that. Um, and even with like the honey badger playing free safety, like he, he said he came here cause he didn't want to play any other position that he, he wanted to come to where he, he was the best, one of the best free safeties in the league. So I, I think there's a lot of good things going on currently over there. I think that they're all getting their mojo back. Like you said, we added a bunch of different types of players. Um, I, I, I like the, the locker room camaraderie currently, uh, and then adding Honey Badger to the mix, I think is, uh, it, it, it was just, it, it's awesome from a leadership standpoint too. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be real interesting. Um, a lot of, a lot of characters and a fully healthy team now. So I don't know. I mean, it's still a lot of time to figure it out. Uh, what OTAs is two weeks away. Um, yeah, a week after the draft. So, I don't know. There's there's still a lot of unanswered questions, but it, it's all starting to come together, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, off-season workouts this year will be fun. Um, I'm beyond excited for the draft. I have no idea whom we're going to pick. I, there's, Of course, we have our draft crushes, but no one ever... No one can predict the draft. Especially where we're picking. Yeah, I mean, heck, did anybody predict last year the Bears... Trading up to number two? Did anybody predict us trading up to get Deshaun? No. I mean... Nobody. Nobody Actually, nobody expected us to trade up at all, period. So, yeah. It should be exciting times. Um, this team is starting to come together. We don't really know what we've got. I do think this the potential this team has is pretty, it's pretty high. Um, we've essentially... From our number one ranked team two years ago, our defense has switched out Cushing at linebacker for more for speedier linebackers, uh, both Cunningham and Cole. Yep. We've now essentially traded Dimps and Boye for Matthew and Colvin. But now we have JJ's now two years older. So that I don't know. I mean, it just. When you kind of look at it and you sit back, other than that, everybody else is kind of the same. And maybe we get JJ for the whole year. Like, we still have the capability of having a top-tier defense. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the defense is actually... I, I still think the defense will be a... Uh, I don't expect our offense to be, no matter who's on the team, uh, as long as Deshaun's at quarterback. I don't think our offense is going to be putting up 34 points next year. Uh, I think 27, 26, you know, I, honestly, I don't even know. To get into averages, I, I couldn't tell you. But I don't think we'll be that electrifying offense that we were last year. Uh, it's just not the way the league works. Well, not game in, game out. But... Yeah, it's not going to be consistent. Um, I think we'll be good enough to win games, which we haven't been. Uh, but I still think the defense will be the heart and soul of the team. No. Essentially, my whole point, though, is this is it's exciting to be a Houston Texans fan right now. I agree, 100%. Everybody's talking about us right now. I mean, I, I've never turned on NFL Network and us be a talking point or ESPN or around the NFL or, uh, you know, other than local radio, even on, like, podcasts like the NFL Ringer Show and things like that. I mean, people people are definitely talking about us. Um, a lot of that has to do with Sean, but it's nice to be able to, to hear it and... I just can't wait for the Glitter Kitties to come back down to earth next year and 
Titans figure out together how to be okay, and we kind of take back the top of the AFC South. This is kind of how I see it. Believe it or not, the Titans will probably be the team that scares me the most next year. See, the Colts still scare me. When Andrew Luck actually steps onto the field, they'll terrify me. Yeah. But at, as of right now, it's the Titans. I think that... Too many unknowns? Yeah. Yeah, I think that they have a lot of talent. Last year, that was held back by horrible, horrible coaching. Yeah. And there's... So they're, they're a pretty scary team. The Jaguars, I mean, they have a lot of talent as well. But as long as they have Bortles... Like, last year... They kind of did our old song and dance where you just kind of get by with, with your horrible quarterback. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty much exactly what it was. And we've also proven that you can't really do that year in, year out, unfortunately. It's true. So the Jaguars will probably come back down to earth a little bit, which will just make them, that'll just make them an average team instead of what did they end up with last year, uh, 11 and uh, playoff team. I, I mean, don't know. ten and six, I think. Actually. Ten and six. Yeah, so they'll probably drop down to closer to seven or eight wins. Yeah, I would agree. Um, oh, you're talking about the Jags. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think they were like eleven and five. Were they? Uh, so, sorry, I thought you were talking about the Titans. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Uh, the Titans picked up the option of Mariota, which I think was expected. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Deion Lewis, and I feel like that offense is starting from scratch, so they don't scare me too much. Derrick Henry scares me, but that's about it. And they do have a good offensive line. Um, what else do we got? Is that and it? And then the last thing, Derek Newton. Yo. I wanted to t- touch on him a little bit. Yeah, I know a lot of people are shitting on the Texans right now, thinking that it was just a terrible move. But my opinion is if <clears throat> what – the position our offensive line is currently in, they wouldn't let him go if they didn't think he could do it, if that makes any sense. Right. I think that there's just, there's they're there every day. They know. They see. We don't see. We just go based off of what we hear. Bill O'Brien's not going to tell you it in a, in a, when you ask him a question and there's a mic in his face. He's not going to say, yeah, you know, he's got a long road to come back. I just don't know if he'll be able to do it. Uh, given the, the where our offensive line currently is, if if Derek Newton would have been able to come in and they felt confident that he could battle for a spot, I think we would have kept him. Yeah, there's no doubt. He straight up failed his physical. Yeah. I, I mean, everybody was shitting on the Texans, but you forget that they could have released him last year. And they didn't. They kept him for health And not paid him anything. They, they kept him for insurance reasons. Yeah, they, they kept him another year. They did reduce his salary, but they paid him. Yep. To do to just rehab. To, to rehab. More than he would have made if he had gotten an injury settlement. Yep. They wanted him to come back. That's the respect they had for him. Agreed. He comes in for his physical, his knee's still swollen, he can't straighten his leg. Yep. It breaks my heart. I wish he I wish that he was gonna be able to get back to be to something. You know, they wouldn't have kept it around this long if they didn't want him to come back to something. But he couldn't pass his physical. And obviously, Every NFL team has their own standards for physicals, but when we are this tackle poor where we could use anybody anybody <laughs> that's had any sort of production yep. at tackle to let them go, it just comes back to they just didn't think that he was going to be able to do it, and they needed the roster spot. And it sucks. And it does. It does suck. I mean, especially the injury he went through. Um, and, you know, 
to on you know on his Instagram and however else you could see it, but to watch him work and you know you saw and heard that he was trying to do everything he could to to get back, but it just wasn't in the cards, and it, it's it's a real shitty situation. And no matter how the Texans handle it, you know they look shitty if they keep him on the roster and he can't make it. And they just keep him along to keep him along, and everybody's asking where Derek Newton is and why he's not playing. Well, no, they think that we're just sabotaging him. And then if you cut him outright, they look like they're a shitty team because they're not worried about their people. It's just one of those positions where no matter how you do it, you're going to be looked at in the wrong manner. And what is it? I don't know. There's a term I was going to say, but um, there's just nothing they can do. Yeah. I would have loved for him to make it back, even if he would have just played at guard uh, until he got fully healthy, and then we swung him back to tackle next year. But, dude, those that injury he went through is just, I mean, it's just hard. Yeah, I mean, they paid him for another year. Hopefully he can keep rehabbing. I think that, I think if he ever got back to a point where he could play at all, they would probably give him, give him a tryout. Like, yeah, but, like Quisenberry? Yeah. You just you can't keep them on the roster, unfortunately. We just you know, too, we're we, too bad at we, tackle. Yeah, and I mean we've we've That's talked it about it. We just NFL rosters are too small. Yep. Even the off season rosters with ninety players is too small. I agree. They need to be extended. It should be at least hundred. And yeah. Next thing, I'm just kind of reading things that people brought up over Twitter. The next thing was the JJ Watt talk. The cut or trade, what do you think it would take for J.J. to be cut or trade? Do we really have to get into that? I think we'll spend a whole 15 seconds on this. Okay, so uh, nothing. Next. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. <laughs> like, the clickbait titles that happen in the offseason are crazy to me. Like, is this something that could happen next year? Yeah, maybe. If he doesn't perform, there's oh, a good never... chance, maybe. They'll but never come on, dude. They're not cutting the White Knight. They may... Ask him to take a pay cut. And he'll probably do it. And he'll probably do it because he said that he wants to win. And he makes $500 million off the field. Yeah. And he, yeah. But, yeah, he's he's not going to be cut. No, he's Even if he said, no, I'm not going to take less money, Texans would be like, all right. They'll be like, we'll see you at dinner. Yep, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I agree. Um, what else? Well, they'll probably start his statue a little bit earlier. That's all. Um, your boy, Isaiah Oliver, your crush. Yeah, he's Have you my sent favorite quarterback lately? in the league. Huh? Have you sent him flowers lately? Yeah, I sent him flowers last night. <laughs> I actually tried to slide into his DMs. It didn't work too well. Um, yeah, no, he had a visit with us. That's awesome. Um, I think he's a game changer for us. I, I think um, if he's available in the second round, I do think that we'll. I think we'll we'll risk it and go after him. You don't you don't have a visit from a cornerback unless there's a real interest. And because you're not going to get much from watching him work out like you would a quarterback, you know, that, that's why you scout quarterbacks that you can't pick. That's why Bill Belichick does it every year. He has the top quarterbacks come in. Um, so there's interest. And will he be there, though? I, I don't know, man. He's not as getting much. a lot of love right now, so it's nice. So maybe he sneaks. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a cornerback, like a tall, lanky cornerback. Uh, those guys don't last. I mean, I like... I, I think it'll be Denzel Ward and him. Yeah, I Joshua Jackson will probably go in the in the first round, too. You think? I think there'll be three corners that go in the first. What about Jerry Alexander? He could potentially go in the first, too. Yeah. I mean, I like Oliver. I think that... I think there is something to it. It's kind of one of... Like you were saying, they're trying to determine what he would be worth trading yeah. to go get. 
And Gaines likes trading. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I mean, would you give up uh, an additional third to move up into the second? Or would you give up... I guess you'd probably have to give up probably all of your thirds to go up into the second. We would probably have to give up a third this year and our second from next year. I'd do that for a starting That's corner. That's the rumor that I heard. It was going only take a second from or a second from next year and a third this year. Yeah, because we're so close. So it's, we're all the way at the top of the third, right. so that makes sense. So it just depends on the team. Um, I'd do that for a starting corner. Yeah. If he, Especially a young corner. That's My only concern would be if why would other teams think that he, um, why, why would other teams let him fall? Like, what are they seeing that, because he's a very, very popular person amongst, you know, like the amateur scouting people in the videos. Yeah. Um, a lot of the, the pundits, like he's like that sleeper that's not really a sleeper, but whatever. So what are NFL teams seeing that would allow him to drop to the mid-second? Well, it might just be other needs. I mean, you got five quarterbacks that are probably going in the first round. Which is crazy. Right. And then you got a lot of good defensive players that are going to go in the first round. There is a lot of running backs. And you're going to have at least two lot, running backs. A lot of cornerbacks. And actually quite a bit of offensive linemen that are pretty good in this year's draft. There's going to be at least two two wide receivers. I mean, there's a chance. He's actually there. Maybe. Um, let's see. What else do I got? And then one of my favorite questions, would you rather have Orlando Bloom or Orlando Jones or... I was like, Orlando Bloom? What are Orlando we talking Bloom. about here? <laughs> Sorry. Or None. Joseph or Pass. Jo- Orlando Brown or Joseph No Bloom? No Boom. I'm not the scout guru. So I, I couldn't answer that. I, I honestly don't even know who the second person is. He's a, um, a tackle over at TCU. I can tell you that Orlando Brown... Based on his tape and how he played in college, I, I think a lot of people are putting too much stock into, the combine, and I think he has. I think he could be a starting tackle in this league, but uh, who am I? Uh, I? I would probably take a risk on Brown just because. Well, the reason it was my favorite question that we've gotten on Twitter is, it's pretty much what's more important: the guy that outplays his athleticism, which is Orlando, Orlando Brown. He just his athletic measurables say that he should be a mediocre player. But if you watch the tape, he straight up dominated in college. He did. Now, Joseph Noteboon has hits every measurable that you'd ever want in a tackle. I, he grades out like he should be a top-tier tackle. But then you watch the tape. And he's not. And he's not. So it's a great question. Who would you rather have, the guy that has all the athletic or the guy that has... Shown all the production. You're the draft guru on this podcast, not me. I don't. You 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 know more about this stuff than I, I do. I just wanted to see what your answer was. What would you rather have, production yeah. or measurables? I mean, I'd rather have. I'd rather have. I'd rather have production. Yeah. I mean, I'll take production every time. I, I mean, especially I, at that spot. Yeah, I think it was humbling. At that spot, it's different. Last year, I would, I'd probably have rather have measurables. Poten- measurables yeah. Really? Well, I bring it up because it was Watson that changed my mind on that. Last year, Deshaun Watson, the reason that I was pushing, I was wrong. I thought that he should be a second-round pick, not a first-round pick. It's because he had productions, but he he didn't have measurables. That's what I'm saying. I think it's different per position, right? Yeah. Uh, And it's funny, you know, I think Deshaun kind of changed the game as far as how people look at quarterbacks. And I think winning and and that knack and that 
willingness and passion and drive and you look at it now like Josh Allen and you know people are like you know he's he's the number one quarterback potentially going to the Browns and how much of that completion rating and issues he had in college were on him a lot of drop balls none of his guys are going to get drafted in this draft he played with a sorry cast around him he still found a way to win well, when the rumor was that he would have went out last year, Josh Allen, except he got, I think, a second or a third round grade. Yeah. I actually thought that we would go after him. Well, we probably would have. Um, and to tell you the truth, I'm glad we don't have to pick him this year. Well, yeah, me too. Because he's Play one of those players that... He's boom or bust. Yeah, he is, there's not gonna, he's not going to be mediocre. He's either going to be... Great or bad. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think honestly, I think all these quarterbacks are like that. Really? Except for, uh, except for, um, I don't like Sam Darnold. Well, I think both Darnold and Rosen have all the capability in the world to be mediocre. I think I think Rosen will be like that. Yeah. I like Rosen though. I do too, but I I could see both of them just being average quarterbacks. Like, I think they all five of them special. could be. I, I, I think that Allen and Baker both have the same sort of things going for them. They could, they'll either be amazing or they'll be horrible, and for different reasons. Your boy Johnny uh, isn't very good in spring league. Dude, that was the most awful. Did you go? No, I just I ended up watching the stream. It was too cold. He's and we, dude, we live in Austin. It was 50 degrees. He, he's not you know, very good. Bro. Yeah, forget that. So it just kind of goes back to you can't put a, a team together in two weeks. No. It's they a, had two weeks to practice. Yeah. It's like and, the XFL when it rolled out. Yeah, and Manziel wasn't the only one that was awful. No, they but he were was, all But he was awful. pretty bad, dude. Yeah, he was bad. He was yeah, bad. I'm, I'm, yeah, but they were all bad. No, they were. They were. They were all bad. I just... Yeah, you cannot put you, a you, you cannot put a league together in two weeks. No. That yeah, was, and there was only four teams, and you still can't do it. They, those guys should have been together longer. They should have practiced more. They should have at least practiced for a month and a half Especially together. since they're putting that product out. Because like, oh, yeah. I don't think that did anything but hurt Johnny. Well, you're you're against guys that really shouldn't be in the league. You were supposedly supposed to be in the league, and you can't you can't outperform these guys. The, his first quarter, he was the best player on the field, and then everybody realized that he can still only do one thing: roll to his right. That's it. And either run or throw it to his right. Yep. That's it. It figured it took one quarter and a developmental league where these guys have no practice for the defense to figure that out. We should get Johnny on the show. I mean, I bet he's desperate nowadays. I don't know. I mean, I, I again, I wish for him the best. I don't want him on the Texans. I don't want him anywhere near our team. No. But he's You'd he like has to see been him a, make it, right? Yeah, I'd love to see him make it. I'd sure. love to see him go somewhere and never really win, but be exciting to watch. I agree. I agree. I just don't think we'll see it. No, I, after watching that, yeah, no. I just don't. I, you know, it sucks. And he's gonna go. He's, he he's, probably would have been better had he not played in it. To be honest with you. No, he needed to play. No, but, not broadcast it. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> they're gonna, they're going to Can- he's going to Canada, and I think hopefully, you're right. yeah, hopefully he does well in Canada. But he's going to Canada. There's yeah, he's not going. Aren't to the, the NFL. rights already? Dra- doesn't somebody already have his rights? Um, the, the Tiger Cats or something. Or something like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. All right, so the draft is next week. 
Do we trade up in the second? That's all I want to know. Not a specific player. So we're not going to do an episode before the draft? That's this Wednesday night. Yeah, we I mean, guess technically we could put it out yeah. Thursday. Well, yeah. yeah, Thursday there's no draft pick for... I mean, I guess technically there could be, but the chances yeah. of that are very slim. So we'll do a, at least a very short episode on, on Wednesday next week? That might just be a job podcast. It might be. I'm not good at that. I just don't know it. I don't pay attention enough to it. I know, like, the top 15, 20, but, like, other than that, I'm not... Here, I'll send you some questions this weekend, and even if you can't make it, just answer. Like, real, real easy questions. No, I mean, I'll come, I'll come by. Okay. I'm just saying I think it'd be more entertaining if you just did it. Because yeah. you could just nerd out and not hear me occasionally <laughs> chime in. But either way, I'll be here, obviously. So that's yeah. fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do something. And okay. I, I just want it to be, I just want to do something a little bit more fun. Sure. Like, I don't you don't know, want to argue about does anymore? Yeah, no more arguing about Dez. That was 30 some, minutes. Well, I'm going to be in Was Vegas. that 30 minutes? Oh, it was probably closer to 40 minutes. Are you serious? <laughs> Our first actual argument People was People are going to be, they're going to do like the 15 second skits. So, yeah. Are they done with Dez yet? Because neither one of us changed their minds. What, how how far was it really? Out. Can you see right now? Um, it, No joke, it was close to 40 minutes. Wow, okay. So if you guys don't want to hear me and John argue about Dez for 40 minutes, just fast forward. I think that was our first actual argument. Yeah. Like ever. Or we both dug in and didn't give anything. No, but yeah. No, no, going back to what I was saying, though. I thought he was about to I'm going to be in game. Vegas. I want y'all to tell me what sort of prop bets I should make. Oh, dude, you should do a parlay for sure. I, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, so that's like where you bet five games. So, like, you can do... And I'm not... Well, how, how, I'm not a genius, but I did it once. So, you so pick I can five that, games. I can do that before... The, for the season already? Oh, I was talking about you talking about for NFL? I was just talking about doing NFL, like because you can yeah. place bets on the draft. Yeah, I think you could. So I gotta, I gotta figure out what sort of. But your Rockets are in the playoffs. You should definitely do a parlay. Oh yeah. You should like so the parlay is like say you put ten dollars down, and it's like ten dollars per game, and say you all five of your picks win, you get a much bigger pool. Like you normally would have only made fifty, but like you can make like ten thousand. Oh wow. It's like this. I don't know how it works though. I'm, I did it once and I forgot. But um, we should go to Vegas on a Sunday during the season. Well, this will be my first trip. My to favorite Vegas, place so. to hang out is really uh, to watch a game. A sports book is the best place to watch a game. That's what I've heard. It's amazing, yeah. dude. The Palms has an amazing sports. Yeah, book. I mean, you know, we ran out of money, but that's actually what I wanted to do for my bachelor party was go. Watch NFL games and just the sports book. Like I don't play cards. I don't play nope. slot machines. I'm not. I'm not really a gambler at all because anytime I try, I lose all my money right away, sure. and there then I'm done. But I love watching football, obviously. So it's there's not an experience. There may like have it. actually been an opportunity that I could have enjoyed gambling. No, there's not an there is not an experience like watching it in a sports book. There's just not. It's the best. I mean, it truly is. There we go. We'll get our Patreon up and going and we'll take we'll it. do the fantasy draft yeah. in Vegas I don't know about all that okay alright alright all right. but maybe we'll get all of our patrons together and we'll try it. we're not gonna pay for y'all to go to Vegas but maybe have like a meet up out there or something like that that'd be okay. cool that'd be cool that'd be cool alright uh, anything else John that's it that is it alright so uh, again we argued for about 40 minutes about Des Bryant it was very passionate arguing if you don't like the passion that we both bring, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. But for those people that are all about professionalism and things like that, we definitely did not show any of the professionalism that you should have heard on a normal podcast. We kept going and 
trying to get each other to think that we were right, and uh, we failed at that. So if you don't want to hear that, skip forward 40 minutes. Um, and I'm on Young Ari Gold signing off from Texans Unfiltered. You can find us everywhere. Just search Texans Unfiltered. Sign off. <laughs> When they had our backs up against the wall and said that we couldn't stand the pressure, we still got it done, man. Here we are. When they said the clock was winding down and it wasn't enough time to get it done, we still got it done, man. Here we are. Now it's our time to shine. It's our time to keep it 100. So we gonna go out here and show them how true we are, baby. Here we are.